first let me say, I give the LED Aquarium a solid 8.5 for our aquarium ranking system. They have a touchable, a classic tunnel, and I got in for free because now I'm a gym leader. You mean you beat the gym? But all that is not important right now because Team Nasty is here. Bob and Thwomp are here, and even worse, now they have an intern. They're trying to steal a big shiny artillery they have at the aquarium. It's not good, Dad. Oh, no. We gotta do something in fast. We open on the exterior of the Bolet City Aquarium. The brick building seemingly undisturbed to any passerby, but inside, there's a hostage situation. We zoom into the vents of the aquarium, where Pearl, Luca, Seely, Tufus, and Big the Artillery are crawling through the vents, having just seen another group of captives who are apparently being held hostage by the new Team Nasty intern. Come out to the aquarium, we'll get together, have a few laughs, said the pamphlet. I can barely feel my legs. Yeah, I'm getting a little crampy, too. It's kind of tight in here. All right, I think it's time we make our big move. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good move. Great idea, Big. Sneak attack. How would you like to sneak up on this Team Nasty intern? I don't know what moves Big necessarily has, but is there something where Big could, like, plop down and ink him or something? I don't know. Or maybe not him, but a Pokemon. I think that if you take a little bit of time to like communicate between Seely and Big, you get the idea that Big is capable of A, squeezing things real good, and B, shooting some gunk. All right, let's squeeze and shoot that gunk. All right. That's what I learned in art class. <laughs> Was it just all like Jackson Pollock in your art class? Oh yeah, 1000% with Elmer's glue. A very abstract, a very free-form art totally. class. It was just Isabel doing her best. Sweet Isabel in all the ways she taught Pearl how to act like a normal human being. Isabel loves modern art. <laughs> it just seemed like the Pollock style was the thing that Pearl could get behind the most at the time, so she just kind of went with that. Oh, yeah. Pearl would just love to throw stuff up. But I digress. Go ahead and make another stealth check for this particular situation. Fifteen. As you all are crossing the vent and making your way over the petting pool, Seely accidentally, like, sticks a fin out and hits the grate, and it lets out a ding metallic noise mm -hmm. as this small figure is like, What's that? What's going on? All right, boys, be on the ready. And you see this toaster and trash bag just sort of looking around. What do you do? All right, well, there goes the surprise deck around, guys. Pearl says underneath her breath. <laughs> Is there any way we can still sneak up on them? I think that they are aware that they are not alone in here. They still don't know that you are up in the vent. They just heard a noise. So you can still try busting out of the vent or try something else. It's up to you. Okay, we're just going to bust out and hope we fall on top of them. So at this moment, you are directly above the petting pool. I want to get directly above the intern and the two Pokemon. All right, you do that as Luca actually kind of crosses in front of you and goes to try to get in a position where he and Toofus can flank him, and you see that Big is ready, actually above the petting pool, ready to just slurp down into the water. 
I don't know why Big is doing that, but I'm not going to overthink it. Pearl does a ton of baseball moves, like to it, like I catch her to a pitcher, and then she just yells, Geronimo! And kicks open the vent and falls down. Roll initiative. 17. All right, with initiative rolled, Pearl, you will be going first. <gasps> Perfect. So what would you like to do? You are busting out of the ceiling and Seely's following behind you. What would you like to happen? You see that there is this small fella in the Team Nasty outfit along with his Pokemon that looks like a trash bag and one that looks like a toaster. In my fall, I want to fall directly on the intern and I want Steely in her fall full of glory to just icy wind. Trash boy, the trash Pokemon. I don't know what they are. Nice. As you fall, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Me, Pearl. Yes, you, Pearl. 19. 19. You do not take any fall damage as you land directly on this small guy who's like, I, I what's going on? And then Seely follows directly behind, shooting out an icy wind as she falls from the ceiling down to the ground as well. Roll to hit. Oh, two. A two will not hit as Seely's a little bit too concerned with, or, 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 as if to say, there's only one true trash boy, Oscar. Oscar, that's right. That's totally right. But she's so concerned with her cool opening catchphrase that she falls in the icy wind, goes wide of the trubbish. I like to imagine in Pearl's fall after Geronimo, she, once she lands, she says to um, the intern, boot meet face, face meet boot. Nice. That is your turn. It is then Luca's turn. What's he going to do? He's going to fall down from the sky and Tuvis will bite the other Pokemon. Nice. So as they come down, Luca's going to make a deck save. With a roll of 11, he is a little bit clumsy, but does not take any fall damage, as it's not super high, but just high enough. But as he stumbles to the ground, Tufus just jumps out and goes into a frenzy, into a rage, and goes to bite the toaster. Go ahead and roll the hit. Two. Man, all those good rolls went away real fast. All right, switch in dice. As that decidedly misses, as this sneak attack is not going as well as you had hoped, that brings us to this Team Nasty Grunt's turn, who looks around and sees you two trying to flank him, and you're on top of him, and he's like, oh, I don't understand what's going on. This first day of the internship turned not great real quick. Help! And he says, all right, Rotom, get the one that's trying to bite you with a thunder wave. So I need Toofus to make a con save. 13. 13 will just miss it, actually. Ah, oh, bummer. As Tufus is snapping at it and actually just barely grazes it at one point, but instead of doing damage, there's just a bit of static electricity that zzzz through him, and Tufus is paralyzed. No! Pearl tries to cover the entrance mouth. Great, you'll be able to do that on your turn. You're like going, you're kind of wrestling with him right now, but you are trying to cover the mouth. With that, it's then Big's turn. While no one else noticed, Big slinked out of the air vent and plopped into the water with very little amount of splash. He has then gone over to the edge of the petting pool and one golden tentacle shoots out of the water and goes to grab the trash bag. A 16 will hit as it goes and wraps around the little bag and goes to squeeze. The trubbish is grappled and restrained as it takes 11 points of damage. Big hits from Big! That brings us back to the top of initiative as it is your turn. Okay, I'm trying to quiet this intern. Okay, go ahead and I'll say it's your bonus action to just sort of put a hand over his mouth. Do I add anything? Your dex mod. Uh, 17. 17, he's gonna contest it. 
That's a five, so you are able to quickly, he's not much bigger than you. You are able to put a hand over his mouth and he's like, <laughs> significantly muffled. Nice. What then? We'll do ice shard. Great, who are you trying to ice shard? Trash boy still. Kroger trash. Great, so if you are trying to attack the Kroger trash bag, you will actually have advantage because it's grappled or restrained. Awesome, that is 18. 18 will definitely hit. Oh, booyah. <gasps> yes, I'm so glad I went with that move. It's a 12. Plus ace trainer. So that's 13. 13 points of damage. Nice. Mm-hmm. As this trubbish is being held in this golden tentacle, you just, boom, boom. These ice shards shoot out from Sealy and make contact with a big hit. Thanks, big. That is your turn. It is then Luca's turn. Can Luca try to help untie knots, or would that also take two fists? I think that since it's outside of combat, really, like it's not him trying to do something in the fight, Luca can go over and start trying to help untie people while Tufus actually fights, yeah. Great. So I think he tells Tufus to bite, and he'll start to try to uh, untie people. Great. So Luca says, come on, Tufus, keep up with that toaster, whatever that is. I don't know why there's a floating toaster. But I'm going to help these people. And so he runs over and starts trying to untie the lifeguard. And Tufus just rah, goes to try to attack Rotom. First, do the d4 for paralysis. Three. Okay, it's not paralyzed. And what's the attack roll? 13. 13 will miss Had a feeling. the Rotom. So Tufus goes to snap at it and just misses as it levitates out of the way. That takes us to the Grunt's turn as he... Well, it doesn't really say anything because it's just... So at the top of his turn, he's going to try to break out of your grapple. Go ahead and oppose it. <gasps> Nat 20. Are you kidding me? I kid you not. That was awesome. Oh, my gosh. I thought he was going to bust out with a 17, but oh no. Oh, my gosh. I Wow, that's great. Dang. So he, like, almost struggles free for a second, but you, just with all of the determination of a 10-year-old, which is a lot... Holds on tight. Nice. Listen to me. You do not want this internship. Give it up, man. We'll say that was his bonus action, as then Trubbish is actually going to try to bust out of the constrict. Oh, wow. It actually manages to get out. Okay. So with that save, seeing that the big octopus is probably the biggest threat, it decides to go for a smaller threat. As it shoots out acid spray at Seely. No! We have such beautiful skin. That is a three, though. Oh, great. As the false trash boy misses. That was the grunt's turn, which brings us to Big's turn, who is then going to survey the area, see that it looks like you've actually got this kid under control, and turn its gaze over to the toaster. It then unleashes. You hear the sound again as this huge gunk shot is released from the artillery. That'll hit with a 19. Oh, yeah, well. And that's a few D10s. Oh, oh my. That is 26 points of poison damage. Nasty, big. To the toaster. This is how we do it. Yeah, big hit, big hit. As big the artillery then slinks back into the water and tries to obscure itself from the villains but he is very large and golden and everyone is very aware of where he is with a two. That takes us back to the top. What are you gonna do, Pearl? Big, go back out. Get out of here. We can't risk you. 
Make a persuasion check. 21. I think that this artillery is more determined to stay than the muck that you sent away saying, get out of here, get out of here. Big is very aware of all of the doors in the room and seems to be observing escape routes if necessary. Okay, but good. But for right now, wants to help you. Okay, good. I respect that. I just don't want Bob and Thwomp to sneak up and like, you know. I think with your 21, you make it aware of the fact that there is still other danger beside what's okay. right here. Great. But it still wants to try and help. Aw, love it. So then what would you like to happen on your turn? Ice shard. Who are you ice sharding? The Trubbish? Yep. Go for it. I am not lying, guys. I'm passing my D20 for Jonah to see. Confirmed? Confirmed, as it is just feast or famine with Woo! you. D20s ain't one of them. Go ahead and roll that damage. I rolled a four, so that's an eight. Then plus Ace Trainer, nine. All right, a total of nine damage to the Trubbish. As it is looking real roughed up right now and is looking to this Team Nasty Grunt and to the Toaster, who it seems like is its superior, trying to figure out what it needs to do, but is looking a little, little frightened on this first day of the job. That's right, you should be shaking, but not baking. Ooh, ooh. That is your turn, and I assume that you are still trying to maintain the grip? Yes. Nice. Go ahead and make another strength check. 12. 12, the grunt rolled a nine. All right. You are managing to hold on. You have no idea what you've signed up for. Breathe through your nose. As that's happening, what's Luca doing? Luca's still working on the knots and, and untying the people. Okay, make a dexterity check for him real quick. 13. With a 13, he's like, oh, okay, usually better at untying knots than this. It's fine, it's fine. So he's working on it, and he's making progress. It's just taking a little bit of extra time. And what's Tufus up to? I think Tufus actually sees that Luke is struggling and comes over and tries to chomp through the ropes. Ooh, nice. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and have Tufus just roll the hit. That is a 12. Go ahead and roll damage. Ooh, okay. How much should I roll? Go ahead and roll bite damage. 13 points of damage. Tufus is very quickly making his way through a lot of rope. That's gonna take us to the grunt's turn who's gonna try to break out of your grapple. Go ahead and roll to oppose. Three. He finally busts out and says, nobody, nobody holds on to Tim like that, nobody. All right, I'm small but I'm strong. Yeah, and so am I. And he says, Rotom, thunder wave on that artillery, it's what we came here to get. How dare you. Big is going to make a constitution save. Save, Big, come on. Ooh. With an 11, Big is now paralyzed. No! That is going to be Tim the Grunt's turn. That brings us to Big's turn, who I think is going to try another gunk shot on the toaster Rotom. First, he's going to roll for paralyze. That's a four, so we're good. But that's only a 12 as the gunk shot goes wide and it actually hits the tank where the frillish and tentacool are. And you see a small crack form in that tank. That's going to take us back to your turn as Big tries to duck back under the water and hide again. But it doesn't seem like it's going very well because of its paralysis. What are you going to do? Sealy headbutt. When I yell Sealy headbutt, I also will charge straight ahead with my head to try to take down the intern again. Well, he did say his name, right? They said his name's Tim. This very tiny Tim. I go, Sealy, headbutt! And I charge to try to tackle Tiny Tim down. You go to try to tackle this very small Tim as Sealy also goes to headbutt the Trubbish. 
17. 17 will definitely hit. Roll that damage. 17 points of damage. 17 points will KO the Trubbish as Seely or or headbutts directly into it and knocks it up into the air and then it falls down with a small splash into the petting pool and you see a little bit of spare trash kind of float off of it <laughs> and it's just floating on top of the water with the little swirl eyes knocked out. And that's what happens when you don't recycle. Go ahead and roll the hit for you. 19. You just tackle. <laughs> you tackle Tim to the ground. That sounds about right. And you go to try to hold him again, but right now you've just gotten him to the ground, so you're both prone. It's then Luca's turn, who has been doing the ropes. What's he gonna do now? Oh, he just rolled a nat 20 for the ropes. Nice! And then he will also tell Totodile to get back in there with a water gun. Cool, so Totodile is going to use a water gun on the toaster. He rolled a 13. 13 will miss the toaster. Ah, uh, Toady, focus. As Totodile's water gun goes wide, as it was actually, I think that that nat 20 is, Luca is just ripping through this rope and Totodile is helping. And then after that's concluded, Totodile whips around to try to get the water gun off, but it just goes wide once again, as this Rotom is just floating around and bobbing and weaving with all of these projectiles coming from all sides. That is Luca's turn, as it's then Tim's turn again. And he's just yelling out, help, come on, Bob. Thwomp, where are you at? Rotom Thundershock, we gotta get the artillery. He's got advantage because of the paralysis. Second roll was lower than the first. That's only a total of 14 as the Thundershock goes wide. That takes us to Big's turn, who's had just about enough and is gonna try to, since you've already knocked him prone, is gonna try to constrict Tiny Tim. Gonna try to grab him. The intern is restrained with a natural 20. <laughs> nice, that's right, Big. As the artillery squeezes and you see his eyes bulge a little bit like, oh no, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Any chance the technical can cover his mouth as well? Suction cup, it's sh shut. Yeah, no, totally. There's like the one tentacle that gets him and then he's still like, oh, no, God, no, come on. And then the other tentacle goes and wraps around his mouth. And he's like, <laughs> that brings us back to the top with your turn. Woo, good job, Big. He says angrily. We will icy wind the other Pokemon. Are you gonna icy wind the Rotom? Go for it. That's an 18. 18 will hit. Booyah! That is six points of damage. All right, six is gonna be reduced to three because it does resist ice. All right, that takes us to Luca. What's he gonna do? All of the, the captives are now untied as you see the lifeguard from the petting pool and Elijah, the ticket salesman and the couple of other employees. Luca's like, go get out of here, go on, go on and they all start running toward the exit. Well, Totodile will scratch. Totodile's gonna scratch, all right. Oh my gosh! I promise you, I am not cheating. There is nothing on this thing that I could cheat with. I swear, I swear, I swear, it's another nat 20. Oh my gosh, a powerful scratch! Ah, uh, this is a very good dice, I'm glad I switched. Roll that damage. Holy cow. Okay, the total is 19. A powerful scratch attack is actually enough for Totodile to KO the Rotom. Totodile jumps up and just starts scratching wildly. With this rage, this fury does actually an extra two points of damage that I forgot about before that. So that's even more as it's just going wild. And this very nice and pristine appliance is now looking pretty roughed up as Tufus then whacks it across the room. Mm -hmm. And it also hits the jellyfish tank in a bigger crack forms. And the Rotom has been KO'd and Tiny Tim and his team have been subdued. What 
are you thinking? You have no idea what you're doing, I say to Tiny Tim. Good job, team. Quick, everyone hide. Big, get back up in the air vent. And everybody does go to hide, and you try to tuck yourself away, and Big, well, do you want Big to let go of Tim, or what do, what do you want him to do? Oh, actually, hold him right there, Big. And I take off my bandana that holds my hair back. Okay. And I gag Tim. Great, you do. Do not want to hear another peep from you? Wait, actually, and she unties him. What are you thinking? What do you mean what I'm thinking? I'm part of the team. Do you know what this team does? Uh, cool stuff? No, they hurt Pokemon. That wasn't in the job description. It just said that we steal them and we're very cool and I'll have dental. They make them? Oh, oh, wait, you have dental? I'll have dental. That is pretty nice, but it's not full coverage. Okay, focus, focus. And she gives him a little flick on the nose. Ow. Okay, no, look. And I want to pull Fanta out really fast. Okay, you do. And show Tiny Tim with my eyeglass the, the things that are happening with Fanta. This is what they do with the stolen Pokemon. They change them. They warp who they really are. Fanta's been working off the shadow energy for a long, long time. But, uh, you know, it's not been healthy. What are you thinking? I flick again, and I grab my eye thing again. I I put Fanta back in the ball. What made, what in the name of, in, in what way did you think Team Nasty meant good? Tim, the intern, says, look, they told me all about the shadow Pokemon, and they said that that's how they make them stronger and cooler. No, it's not. Oh, my God. Enough. And she does now use her bandana. And you re-gag him? Yeah. You do? All right, Big. I don't even want to see this guy right now. You can put him wherever. (laughs) The golden tentacle whisks him away. Okay, everybody, hide. Go ahead and make stealth checks. (laughs) Pearl. Pearl. Five. Go ahead and roll for Luca, too. Hope he goes higher. All right, 19. Okay, so with a 5 and a 19, Luca actually slinks into the tunnel where the Sharpedo and all of those Pokemon were, and you are pretty much just on our big rock in the middle of the petting pool. Oh. Very barely obscured, like almost not obscured at all. Perfect. But... You were there, and you actually, down the other hallway where that other small seal Pokemon was, you hear the sounds of Bob and Thwomp like, Yeah, no, it was over here. It was over here. I heard I heard Tim yelling. I really don't know about this new hire. Nah. <laughs> oh, no, he seemed pretty promising to me. Probably got their lattes wrong. Pearl thinks underneath her breath. Pearl starts looking for, like, a pebble or a stone. Make an investigation check. 18. You find the perfect pebble for your purposes. Oh, maybe my new friend could give it to me. Yeah, as you're looking around, this little man tyke pops up with a pebble, and it's like, ah, thanks. You knew exactly what I needed. Ah. <laughs> Bye. Plops back into the water. As the rest of the aquatic Pokemon here in this petting pool have, like, got their little popcorn, and they've just been watching this whole thing enthralled. <laughs> I love it. Waiting to see what's going to happen next. You actually, as you're doing that, you look up across the way and down the dual hallways, you can see the shadows of Bob and Thwomp coming down the one hallway, and you see Luca, who's like holding Toofus up to the glass of the tank of the tunnel, and it looks like they're doing something over there. Okay. Okay, Seely. This is our chance. We have to be brave. We have to think about Fanta, and we gotta stand up for ourselves. That's right. And as you're saying that, you can see the shadows getting closer and closer. What are you attempting to do? I want to get ready to try to lure them in so that I can crack the glass of the tentacle and frillish tank. 
I don't know what Luke is doing, but I can. I'm. I'm probably thinking I'm gonna stand up on this rock thing and go, "Hey, you, you big nasties!" Great, perfect. Okay, would now be a good time to do that? Yeah. Okay. After I say to Celie, we have to be brave. I stand up on the rock and I go, "Hey, over here, you big nasties!" Down the hallway, you hear. Oh, I know that voice. It's the girl from the warehouse. I'd recognize it anywhere. It's burned into my brain because of all of the fury and anger and villainous thoughts. Meh. Yeah, I don't like it either. And you see the shadows getting closer and closer, and then you see the figures of Bob and Thwomp in the hallway in front of you. They look directly at you. Hey, it's you. It's you. Correct. What have you guys been up to? He just squints, and he's like, I don't have to tell you. It's none of your comb beeswax. Well, it may be none of my comb's beeswax, but I gotta say, you are not Tenta cool. And she chucks the rock at the glass. Go ahead and roll the hit as he says, wait, no, that's not, no, what? I'm about to throw a Pokeball. You can't do that. I want a battle. <laughs> roll to hit the glass. Do I add anything? Add your decks. You're trying to skill shot, break the glass open where it's already been cracked. It's a 15. A 15? Roll a D4. One. With a one, you throw this pebble and it hits right on the crack and it grows bigger, but it doesn't quite break yet. It seems like it's very close. Bob says, Voltorb, get out there. And Thwomp says, all right, Munchlax, get him. Seely, do you trust me? Odor? Seely, headbutt the glass! So rather than sending Seely into the fray, you were going to tell her to go and try to break that glass once more? Yeah. All right, go ahead and have Seely roll the hit. 12. 12 hits the glass. What's the okay. damage? Okay, okay. It's not hard to hit a stationary wall. It's more about the damage. Valen, eight. Eight points of damage. What happens when the glass breaks? Pearl sees that the cracks are just growing big enough and she knows in her gut it's gonna it's gonna blow. And she looks at them straight in the eyes and goes, happy trails, team nasty. As that happens, the glass breaks in this huge wave of water along with Frillish and Tentacool, who seem very perturbed, by the way, washes out and it's like a wave that pushes them out of the room. How do you avoid it? I'm on the big rock in ah, the middle of the pool still. Nice. And I would like to think that Celie's able to use the water just to plop right up and do the aerial. Pa, and the big waves crash against Seely. Yes, I want to make it clear that canonically, Seely just did do the Little Mermaid pose right next to you. Just throwing that out there, oh, everyone. Oh, 1,000% <laughs> that happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was glorious. That, that image, that just happened. <laughs> As the water whooshes out of the room, you actually see that hanging from the vent, you see that Big just lets Tim go and he gets washed away with Bob and Thwomp and they all get washed down the hallway, but then they sort of stop in the Sharpedo tunnel and they're like, ha, what, do you think that that small tank was going to wash us all the way out of the aquarium? And then you hear another of glass as the Sharpedo, using the weakened glass that Totodile already gave him, busts through the rest and then that water washes them all the way through the gift shop. I imagine the torpedoes just chomping or chasing them the whole time. Oh, oh, it is. <laughs> and with that second huge rush of water, as Bob was cut off from his smug comment, you just hear them go, no, we don't have a getting knocked out of here catchphrase yet. We're going to work on that. 
The DM didn't consider blasting off again beforehand. <laughs> Maybe it's... This was a rough first day! <laughs> and obviously you hear the ding sound as they get washed away out of sight. Love it. You have removed Team Nasty from the Bolet Aquarium. Big pose on the rock. You just retain the pose from before. <laughs> yes. Big, you're safe, you're safe. Luca, wow! Totodile, great job! Luca, like, hops down from the vents where it looks like he'd, like, climbed up the brick wall really quick and grabbed onto some pipes and stuff to avoid the thing, and then he's hopped back down, and he's like, yeah. No, I thought, you know, I, I, I took your idea, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can run with that. We'll, we'll really make sure we wash him out. That was great. Smart idea, yeah, that was good teamwork. Woo, high five. Woo! High five. All right, so... Hold on. We're not done with the high fives just yet. Pop, pop. Pop, pop. Wait, what? Pop. What are you, what are you trying to... Pop. What? And then from the hallway... Pop, pop. Pop, pop, pop. You hear, like, down the hallway still from where you figure this other Pokemon's little habitat is. Okay, hold on. Just follow me. And we run down that hallway. Okay, you do. And then we, we see the beautiful, beautiful creature. Boop, boop. You look at the little plaque and it says Poplio. I love it so much. Is there a door entrance? You do not see a door entrance on your side. You just see, again, it's got the plaque and it's got all the little information about it. It's got the name and essentially the dex entry. And you see that there's all of this information and this large mural almost next to it of this legend of Primarina of Babolet. But this is the pre-evolution of this sort of local legend. Okay, I just put my hands to the glass. You're safe! High five! Boop, boop. And it puts its little fin up to the glass next to yours and Celie's. I just imagine, like, we do that, like, 90 times. Boop, boop. For every boop, team boop, member. Boop, boop. Yep. Boop, boop. <laughs> yes, just a little high five slappy party. You do. Woo! That was great! Okay. I imagine the pearl reads all of that stuff eventually, but I don't know if she reads it right now in this moment. Yeah, no, I think that you could just see that all of that is there and you can take a note of it if you want or come back and look at it later, but all of that is there. Okay. Luca, let's go outside. Let's find all the people who are, like, captive. Let's make sure they're okay. Yeah, no good idea. And you guys run outside of the aquarium. Is Big still with us? Yeah, I think the Big is still with you okay. as it... <laughs> suction cups its way across the floor. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to help give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. Huge thanks to our newest patron, Mikey. That's right, Mikey the Ghastly himself. Thank you so much for supporting the effort that we put into this show. 
Thanks to our amazing patrons, we are now releasing episodes weekly, which is so exciting. We are pumped to really just keep this story rolling week by week. So again, thank you to the patrons for making that possible. And if you too would like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Twitter and Instagram at Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Discord that we have for both Quest Company and Quest Code Jr. The link to that is in our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. So please, if you are enjoying the show, let other people know. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Quest Code Jr. or hashtag Postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, big ol' thank you to Luke at Coltreg on Twitter. He's been making more Kanoko band logos and has sent us an awesome aquarium t-shirt design with big on it. We are so thankful for that enthusiasm and talent. And you know what? I'm going to bestow an honorific right here. Henceforth, Luke will be known as... Let me look at the trainer class list really quick. Oh, all right, here we go. Gentleman Luke, for he is truly a gentleman and a scholar and a master of graphic design. If you haven't seen those pieces from him, go check him out on our Instagram and Twitter or on the fan art page of the website where we've got a gallery of all the art that people have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. This week, we want to highlight the Tall Grass podcast, which is now part of Podicon Go. We are thrilled to have them on the network. Tall Grass contains a few different shows, Bean Talk, Storytime, and Abby and Friends. I mentioned a while back that we recorded a guest appearance on Abby and Friends, and now I can tell you that the first of three episodes featuring Seely and Tufus as guests is up now. So go give that a listen and check out Tall Grass wherever you get your podcasts. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Jeremy Blake for the songs Heaven and Hell Part 1 and 2. Thank you to Tony Ty for the song I Give Up, Even If It's Hard. Thanks to Fluid Volt for the song Doggy Goes Moo. Thanks to the Oracalcan for Argent Vexmon. Thank you to Visager for the song Eerie Mausoleum. Thank you to Glitch X City for Team Rocket Battle Remix Version 2. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's see what's happening outside the aquarium. Thank you for joining us here on Quest Company Jr. As you all walk outside, you see a familiar scene. Police line, do not cross. There's all of the people who were being held hostage are now sort of bunched up and they're like, oh, there they are, there they are, they're the ones who helped us out. You asked for miracles, I give you Pearl. Is that Die Hard too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, no press, no press, please, please, please. It's been already such a packed full day. And I think that you can debrief that as you will as there's I think one of the officers is like 
Now, wait a minute. You're not the one from the... You're not the one from the... Are you... My cousin works what? in Portobello. Are you the... Are you? You know what? Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Pearl wipes the beat of sweat from her face. <laughs> Don't want to get that kind of reputation. What, you mean the kind of reputation where you just happen to be at the places where stuff blows up? Actually, that does sound pretty good. I feel like that's your brand, actually. She walks up to the officer. Hi, I'm Pearl. Oh, uh, yes. Wait, okay. So you were from the warehouse? Oh, yeah, that's me. Wow. Yeah. Well, what was the deal? Uh, what just happened? Well, I didn't get a slow-mo run, but we definitely did some water damage. Yeah, we've had a few folks go in there and check things out here in the last couple of minutes since you walked out here, because it's been a couple of minutes now. Uh, sure, why not? And it seems like there is a lot of collateral damage. Um, is this like your thing? Is no. this just the thing you do? No, protecting, protecting those who are needy and in help. Yeah, that's my thing. All right. I can vibe with that. I can vibe with that. Um, do you know if the owner of the aquarium is here? Who is, like, in command? Elijah? Elijah comes up and he says, I'm just the ticket office shift manager. We've got we've got the real manager over there, but the, the owner, it's a city thing. It's not really a... Okay, okay, let's get the manager up in here. What does the manager look like? The manager has amazing red hair. The manager looks like Nellie from The Office. All right, a woman who looks suspiciously like Catherine Tate comes up to you and she says, Hello, uh, yes, my name is... What's her name? Aquamarine. For all my peeps who love the movie Aquamarine about a mermaid who comes to life and is in a swimming pool and gives seashell earrings. Yo, yo, what's up, homies? Yes, Aquamarine walks up to you and says, Yes, hello, uh, saw that. Splendid work. Great job. Great job. Thank you so much. Was that? Did you have a question? Yeah, what is your security system? Do you realize how important Big is? What are you thinking? And I would like to do an insight check to see if I can gather any sense or information about this person. Great, go for it. 16. 16? Seems legit. She just seems concerned. She says, oh, well, uh, obviously our security is lacking as they were also tied up with us. We just had the one on duty since we were sort of wrapping up our day. It wasn't peak hours, so we didn't have our full force around. But luckily, had a nice trainer here to save the day. Tell you what, you get a voucher for the gift shop. You and your friend, whatever you want from the gift shop. Wow, I do really love a good gift shop. Mm. I'll probably get a plushie. Okay, but no, 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 focus, focus. I'm not here for the free swag. Normally I am. Normally that's my thing. But this is a totally different thing. You have no idea what type of danger Big was in. You don't understand. They're trying to steal good Pokemon, and you just have to protect Big, okay? Or else I'm going to take Big myself and protect Big myself. Because if you don't take care of your Pokemon, what are you doing? Pearl is very upset. Aquamarine says what well, we, we do our best to take proper care of all of our Pokemon. We actually are gathering up some of the ones that you released through all of that. So we're working on getting those together. This was a freak accident, but the people of Bolet can rest assured that we will not let something like this happen to the aquarium in the future. How can I trust you? It's my job. I'm taking Big. Nope, you're not doing that. He is city property, so you legally cannot. The officer says, yeah, you, you can't take the artillery from the aquarium. Then prove to me how you're going to protect Big. Jeff! Yeah, that's right, Jeff! Get Jeff up in here! Jeff, the security guard, walks up looking pretty forlorn. Uh, yeah, um, I, uh, you know, this one's on me. This one's, uh, 
This one's on old Jeff. And let me tell you, uh, man, it's uh, not a, not Jeff's best day. Let me tell you, I'm, uh, I'm going to get it together. I'm really going to clean up my act from here on out. And I'm going to, I, and he looks deeply into your eyes and he says, I am sorry that I blame myself for you having a subpar aquarium experience. And as a part of this team, I, I can't let that happen again in the future. Jeff. It's not about my experience at the aquarium. I've been to thousands of aquariums. Your guys' is kind of nice, okay? Don't get me wrong. This experience didn't make me want to write a bad review, okay? But what I'm asking you is, how is Big going to be safe? Let me present something to you. And she whips out a presentation and a PowerPoint and like a little, little notepad thing. Okay. And she now has a blazer on. Okay. Throughout time, pokies have been born. And, and through these amazing events, we learn, we educate ourselves. So, why not put a camera in Big's tank? Kind of like a 24-7 Big Cam, where you can watch that cute little cuddly, uh, uh, that cute little cuddly suctiony squid, and I can have 24-hour surveillance. I can just check in every now and then. Kind of like a cuddle cam. Aquamarine, the manager, says, you know what? I love that. I love it. Here's the thing is that I love it. So here's what we're going to do. Jeff, get cameras, and we're going to do that for all of the tanks. But we're going to put extras in bigs because I love that. And I'll, 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 yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good idea because it's safe. But also, like, people love that stuff. People love to watch Pokey in their natural habitats. It's very relaxing. I'll make it my, like, screensaver on my Pokey gear. Yeah, you know what? We're going to develop a Pokey gear app where you can just watch... Aquarium cams all the time. It's going to be great. Promotional material and also safety. safety. I love it. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. I don't, the, the way you're saying love it. No, but I do. I love it. All right. I'm a big fan. It's good thoughts. It's great ideas and it's safe. Okay. And I also ask that I have free access to see big whenever I want to in person too. Well, you've got a badge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as long as it's, you know, during regular hours, you can come whenever you want. Okay. Big. Seely, can you tell everything to Big? Order, or, and she does. Okay, what do you think, Big? Any nods? All right, I think Big likes it. Big. I pull Big aside. If you want to get out of here, I'll bust you out. See, what does that mean, Seely? Order, or. it's like, seems good. Okay, all right, you just let me know, and I'll, I'll get you out of here. You seem to come to an understanding with Big the Octillery. <laughs> All right, Aquamarine, shake on it. She shakes your hand. All right, people, no way. Press, take a picture of this right there. Binding contract. The couple of members of the press that are there take the pictures. Well, Luca, I think that's all in a hard day's work. <laughs> that's the saying, right? Luca is kind of toward the back, and he's got his hood up again. He's like, yeah, yeah, the cool. Hard day's work. Yeah, we should go. Well... Nothing beats a late-night aquarium visit. Goodbye, my public. Let's ride. And we hop on the SS Speedmeister. You do. You hop on the SS Speedmeister, and you all make your way back toward the Pokemon Center to spend the rest of your evening, having had your after-hours adventure at the aquarium. Woo! This scene fades, and we shift to another part of town with a very wet Bob and Thwomp, along with Tim, the intern. 
As Thwomp flicks a Carvana off of his finger and Tim pulls a tentacle off of his head, Bob reaches down to grab his purple and yellow pokey gear from his belt clip. He dials a number and puts the device on speaker as our view of the scene splits diagonally, soggy boys on the top left and a shadowy image in the bottom right. In the darkness, we see a pointy chin and a W-shaped mustache emerge while the rest of the face remains shrouded in shadow. Bob says, Bosh, we couldn't snag the artillery. The intel from our contact was all good, but there were uh, some complications. Why are you telling me this, Bob? This was a snag job. You should be reporting this screw up to Waylon. But, but Bosh, it was that girl from the warehouse again. And your kid was with her again. I've got to do something about that stepson of mine. Let me think this over. In the meantime, report to Waylon and he'll deal with your failure. Don't mess up again. Click. He hangs up the phone and we return to our full screen view of the grunts. Yeah, I don't think he was very happy. This first day was not what I expected at all. And that's where we'll end the episode. Hey, Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go Podcasting Network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Postcards from Paul and Chris Campin Jr.